0: Hello and welcome to this Radiant on-air podcast. I'm Jeff Engel, Assistant Vice President of Mortgage Learning. I'm very excited to welcome back Donna Ross, Radiant's Chief Information Security Officer. Welcome back to the podcast, Donna. Hi,
1: Jeff. I'm happy to be back, especially during Cybersecurity Awareness Month. Since 2004, the President of the United States and the Congress have declared October to be Cybersecurity Awareness Month helping individuals to protect themselves online. We'll get into it later, but as you know, threats to technology and confidential data have become more commonplace.
0: Yes, and happy Cybersecurity Awareness Month to everyone listening, if that's, I don't know if we wish people happy Cybersecurity Month. Um, But anyway, as many of our listeners know, we did an initial Cybersecurity podcast about 18 months ago. And in that podcast, we did a deep dive into the specifics of cybersecurity as a whole. If you haven't listened, be sure to check that one out right after you listen to this one. Now in this podcast, I'd like to focus on a few areas, especially what the trends are looking like for 2023. So my first question, since late 2020, what has changed in the world of cybersecurity?
1: Lots going on, Jeff. Let's start with a few general industry trends. As a reminder, these are industry trends, not Radiant specific. There's an increased focus on third-party risk and supply chain security. Simply said, there are increasing concerns in the cybersecurity posture of the organizations that firms conduct business with. You're only as good as your weakest link. Second, increasingly sophisticated ransomware attacks have been commonplace. Ransomware is not a new threat. It's been around for about two decades, but it's a growing one. And it's estimated now that there are over 120 separate families of ransomware and hackers have become very adept at hiding malicious code. So ransomware is a relatively easy way for hackers to get to gain financial rewards. Another threat I'd like to talk about is social engineering attacks. They're getting smarter. Social engineering attacks like phishing are not new either, but they've become more troubling amid the widespread remote workforce. Hackers target individuals connecting to their employer's network from home because they make easy targets. As well as traditional phishing on employees, there's been an uptake in what's called whaling attacks. Whaling attacks target executives within the organization. Likewise, there's been an increase in SMS phishing attacks. These are sometimes called smishing, which is popular because of messaging apps like WhatsApp or Slack, Skype, Signal, WeChat, and others. Attackers use these platforms to try and trick users into downloading malware onto their phones another variation is also called vishing this stands for voice phishing this gained prominence with the twitter hack in 2020 attackers posing as it staff called customer service representatives and tricked them into providing access to an important inter- internal tool vishing has also been used to target numerous companies including financial institutions and large corporations
0: wow so we have fishing, spearfishing, vishing, smishing, and now we have whaling. Do we have crabbing? So seriously though, it's, it is really, it's really overwhelming to think about how much is going on. There's really a lot to think about. Um, I've heard of uh, the IOT. Can you define and elaborate on that topic and anything else that you might be hearing about in the industry?
1: Absolutely, and thanks for asking, Jeff. The Internet of Things, or IoT, is evolving. The expanding Internet of Things creates more opportunities for cybercrime. The Internet of Things really refers to things like physical devices, other than computers, phones, servers that connect to the internet and share data. So let me give you a couple examples. These would include wearable fitness trackers, smart refrigerators, smart watches, or even voice assistants like Amazon Echo and Google Home. It's estimated by 2026, there'll be over 64 billion IoT devices installed around the world.
0: 64 billion is an astounding number, but I guess if you think about what you have in your home right now, what you're wearing right now, it does make sense that that's where we are trending. All right, Donna, what else are you thinking about in terms of concerns or other areas that uh, really need to be focused on?
1: Another thing that I'd like to talk about just a little bit is the increase in cloud services and cloud security threats. Cloud vulnerability continues to be one of the biggest cybersecurity industry trends. The rapid and widespread adoption of remote working following the pandemic increase the necessity for cloud-based services and infrastructure dramatically with security implications to these organizations. So although cloud services offer a wide range of benefits like scalability, efficiency, and cost savings, they're also a prime target for attackers. Misconfigured cloud settings are a significant cause of data breaches and unauthorized access. The last one I'd like to talk about a little bit is the rise of cybercrime as a service. If cyber criminals want to launch an attack, they no longer need the skills and software to do so. Here's why. The cybercrime landscape has evolved to be a highly lucrative and organized business. Using the as a service business model, cyber criminals are now offering their services and hacking tools to anyone willing to pay for those services and they split the profits. Cybercrime as a service is the umbrella term used to describe an organized business model that involves malware, developers, hackers and other threat actors selling or loaning out their hacking tools and services to anybody on the dark web. This makes cybercrime weapons and services accessible to anyone who wants to launch an attack, even those without technical knowledge.
0: It sounds like you and your team have your hands full. Um, Do you foresee these trends continuing into 2023 and possibly beyond?
1: Absolutely. Cybersecurity is turning into a social phenomenon. Investor interests, public pressure, employee demands, and governmental regulations are strengthening the incentives for organizations to track and report cybersecurity goals and metrics within their environmental, social, and governance, or ESG efforts as a business requirement.
0: Yeah, we see these initiatives quite often here at Radiant. I know these things are really such a focus for us. Um, So let's talk a little bit more about one of the topics that you've already mentioned. Before we spoke, I did some research on uh, what some of the potential trends for 2023 might be, and phishing continues to be a top issue for US companies. Uh, What are your thoughts on why this is still so troublesome, even though it's something that we've known about and really been addressing for for some time now?
1: Well, let's start by defining it. So phishing.org defines phishing as a cybercrime in which a target or targets are contacted by email, telephone, or text message by someone posing as a legitimate institution to lure individuals into providing sensitive data such as personally identifiable information, banking and credit card details, and passwords. So the term phishing is used is because the concept is similar to phishing in a lake or in a stream where the entity dangles something in front of the user in an attempt to get them to take the bait. So why is it the most common? The short answer is that it's still a very effective method of cyber attack. All the attacker needs to do is convince you that you're on the real website, you're safe, you're sound. And there's a low risk, low barrier to entry and very high rewards.
0: And unfortunately, many still go after that bait. Uh, again, we see the statistics. It's, it's pretty sad to see the numbers continue to increase. Um, I also noticed uh, when I was doing some of the research that financial services have the highest volume of cybersecurity incidents. Why do you think this sector is seeing higher rates than
1: others? Jeff, the answer to that is very easy. It's where the money is. Of
0: course. (laughs) Simple to the point, right? It's all about the money. Always is. Um, I also read about an increased threat of mobile devices uh, with two-thirds of the world's population having a smartphone. It seems obvious as to why it's becoming such an issue. What do you think is the right approach to help curb this trend and some of the other ones that we've already discussed?
1: These trends highlight the need for security awareness, training, and education. Simple actions can reduce the risk. A few pretty obvious ways to help prevent or at least slow down the threats include the following. Keep an eye on your operating system. So turn on your software updates, whether it's in your computer or on your Android or Apple phone. Require a password on your phone. Use strong passwords. Enable two-factor authentication on all accounts that offer it. Only download apps from official stores, and by official stores, I mean Google Play or the Apple Store. But there's other ways that are a little less known or common, including the following. Avoid keeping photos of credit cards, your driver's license, or passport on your phone. Turn on automatic updates for the applications that you use. Reboot your phone at least once a week. Avoid auto-login on any accounts or applications don't use public charging stations and avoid using public wi-fi if you can and you have it available use a vpn
0: it's amazing because as you say those things i start thinking about how many of these things that i probably do um as well as you know a a probably large portion of the population that has a, a smartphone that we we do these things so often Excellent information, Donna. Um, And for our listeners, we have a full list of tips that you can download in the description of the podcast just below. So don't forget to check that out. All right. So you mentioned passwords and passcodes. I found this stat to be pretty interesting. 91% of people know the risks of reusing passwords across their online accounts, but 66% do it anyway. I think this shows that there's awareness, but people don't always act on it. Uh, Besides general training, what do you recommend for people to, to do to be more vigilant with their information?
1: Jeff, I think a lot of this is what we mentioned with the last question and what they could find in the checklist. But we need to be vigilant and we need to act on what we know is a potential issue. The more we educate everyone about how serious these issues are, the more they see the losses associated with these issues, Hopefully people will act and do things, just simple things like updating their passwords, making their passwords more complicated, or even managing privacy settings to help reduce some of the issues that we're seeing.
0: Absolutely. And somebody that's in the the learning and development area, it's so important that we reiterate that over and over again because, you know, obviously there's many that just don't follow it. All right, so let's talk a, a little bit more on stats. According to Norton, in 2020, internet crime victim losses were a staggering $4.2 billion, billion dollars—billion with a B, uh, with the average cost of cybercrime for organizations at $13 million. So for our listeners, that's organizations like the ones that many of us work at. Um, do those figures surprise you at all?
1: Not at all, Jeff. Losses in 2021 were $6.9 billion, according to IC3, the Internet Complaint Center. I'm going to give a plug for IC3 because if you're a victim of cybercrime, please report it to them. These losses are up from $4.2 billion in 2020, and according to cybersecurity ventures cybercrime is going to cost the world 30 billion annually by 2025 this represents the greatest transfer of economic wealth in history this also risks incentives for innovation and investment and is exponentially higher than the damage inflicted from natural disasters in a year and will be more profitable than the global trade of all major illegal drugs combined. I feel like I have to pause for a minute, but just think about that. Low risk, low barrier to entries, large profits.
0: It really is uh, mind blowing. I mean, to think about the numbers, 30 billion annually by 2025 and more profitable than all the major illegal drugs combined. So think of the effort that's put in place into a lot of these other areas and, you know, we need to do it here as well. Uh, Just amazing. Thank you for those those numbers and for that information, Donna. Uh, And besides the common issues that we already discussed, uh, where else do you see cybercrime spiking in the next year or so?
1: I'd say open source software attacks and the exploitation of Internet of Things devices.
0: Well, there's that IOT again. Um, So it's so important to learn and understand what the issues are and what the trends might be. Uh, Last question for you. And it's a repeat of what I asked you during our last podcast. What advice do you have for our listeners?
1: Protect your data. Beware of phishing. Avoid pop-ups, unknown emails, and links. Use strong passwords and multi-factor authentication where available. Don't share or reuse passwords, connect to secure Wi-Fi, or use a virtual private network or VPN, not public Wi-Fi, install security software, enable antivirus or firewall protections at home, and update software and operating systems regularly. Lastly, back up your files and embrace education and training.
0: Excellent advice, Donna. Donna, as always, thank you so much. Uh, it's amazing information on an extremely um, and a very costly topic. So I hope everybody really understands you know, what we discussed here today. And as I mentioned before, if you have not listened to our first cybersecurity podcast, check it out in our Radiant air podcast library. And of course, if you like this podcast, don't hesitate to give it a like, thumbs up, pass it along, whatever you might want to do. Donna, thank you again for your time. Thank you for all the great information.
1: Thank you, Jeff. Happy to be here and stay safe online.